You are listening to the Magic Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Cornish, actor, author, and creator. Join me on this journey of growth, joy, and love. I'm here to bring you dope content to expand your mindset and uplift your energy. Why? Because it's your epic life. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to the Magic Drop Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Cornish, and today I have a special guest and my good friend, Andy Leslie, on the show. Andy is a creative, visionary, intuitive innovator and entrepreneur. She is the founder, director, and formulator of Dope Alchemy. Dope is a genderless hemp and plant-based skincare brand rooted in ritualization for the modern-day human. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the lands we meet on today. I would like to pay my respects to elders past and present. And before we dive in, I want to do a quick shout out to ACAST for hosting this potty. Today, we are speaking about staying in alignment. And Andy, welcome to the show. Yo is, and thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) I just want to quickly start with a little drop of magic. Knowledge is power. Wisdom is integration. Love is expansion. The work is the path. Oh, magic. Okay, so today's episode, Staying in Alignment. I think it would be important to start with what we define as staying in alignment. Okay, okay. So, alignment. So, when I'm thinking of alignment with myself, it is the pyramid. So, it's the mind, the body, and the soul. But if you want to further deconstruct that, it would have to be my spiritual, my creative, emotional, physical, and mental self. And awareness on those versions and keeping them in check through tools and rituals or hacks to stay high functioning. And when you say hacks, what do you mean by that? So a hack for me means having an efficient or an effective action with a ripple effect in functionality, but usually for optimal, like high performance. Yeah. I totally agree with everything you said. And then some other explanations that I'd love to add are practicing presence, staying connected to my heart, prioritizing my health, and personally staying in alignment for me represents being grounded in my authentic self. And that is achieved by checking in with myself to make sure I'm in a sense of harmony with my heart, soul, and mind. That's really good, especially authenticity. And it also feels that staying in alignment is like the aim of the game of alignment is to either obtain or maintain that flow state, which is an ever evolving journey. So that's why having like those tools and hacks are so important. Yeah. And a flow state is, I relate a flow state to that sense of harmony, that sense of ease, that sense of funness and flow, flow with life. The flow. (laughs) So we can have practices that help us to get into that flow state. For me, it's when I'm running, when I'm creating, when I'm spending time in nature, those practices, hacks, or lifestyle habits, whatever you'd like to call them, really help me to get into a flow state. And then if I can maintain that flow state by staying in alignment, I'm then able to create that sense of harmony and lightness in my whole lifestyle. 
yeah, it it travels through all the different variations of like how you live your life. Yeah. And then why do you think it's essential to stay in alignment? I know for me, it can um, help me to stop or recognize false ideation. So that's when I'm making a decision that isn't right for me or that doesn't agree with my values. And it can help me to create a sense of purity in my internal world. It helps me to make heart-centered decisions. And I would kind of say that the practices that help me to stay in alignment are also things that rejuvenate me. Would you agree with that? 100%. Oh, saunas, yin yoga. Self-care. So it's all, for me, alignment is ultimately self-care. Self-care is healthcare for me. And I think that is the pillar and the hacks come under the bracket of what self-care entails for you. Yeah, so self-care for me is also, I like to use a cup analogy actually. I like to make sure my life cup isn't overflowing. So we all have this cup and then different stresses can all compound into more liquid in our cup. If our cup is overflowing, we're overstimulated and probably overstressed, therefore it's hard to think clearly. And we can become unbalanced and out of alignment. And we may not recognize the signs and signals calling out for our attention. So it's imperative to try and keep some room in our life cup. And this room in our life cup enables us to say yes to opportunities in life. It enables us to have that introspection, that downtime in order to grow as a person or create art or learn a new hobby, learn a new skill new skill. Mm. So the self-care practices essentially help to rejuvenate us and to bring down our cortisol, which then brings us into a sense of alignment. Would you agree? Yeah, more. uh, Ideally, it's to reach a state of equilibrium. So that is to like coexist, coexist with yourself in harmony within so that your inner world and then your outer world. So it's like other people events and experiences um and I feel like it's also essential so you can become the like observer of your reality and how you receive or perceive what's going on in your life so it ultimately is for that balance the balance creates clarity I feel like clarity and balance combined influence your inspiration and your creativity and that helps you like navigate your life obstacles or give you more presence and life purpose on a whole it's all it's like a maze it's all interwoven it's multi-layered and it's ever changing and evolving i like the analogy of it's like a maze but i'd also say it's super simple but that's also it it's like the small simple hacks like honey boo boo do your nails tonight (laughs) (laughs) do your nails take a moment for yourself take a bath Do some deep breathing. Have a cold, hot shower. So self-care. So we've both just established that self-care is imperative for staying in alignment. And I just want to add something. When we're talking about other practices and healthy habits, as I like to call them, you like to use the phrase hacks, I like to use healthy habits. So meditation, I want to... Um, just share an interesting study. Meditation can lead to the reduced default mode network activity. So the default mode network is a network of interacting brain regions active when a person is not focused on the outside world. 
Therefore, this research is showing that practices like meditation can help us to become more present even in the unconscious workings of our mind. That's pretty cool. That is amazing. So that can stop, help to stop negative thought patterns that we're not aware of or rumination in different you know, experiences or things that have happened to us. So it can help to slow down that activity and to help us really become more conscious. Yeah, and help your help your processing of thoughts and all your states of being, essentially. Mm. Yeah. So some other reasons on why it's important to stay in alignment is that being in alignment can help us to recognize when things aren't serving us. It can help us to take an inventory of our environment and highlight the things in our environment that are limiting us. Yeah, limiting, serving, not serving, um, being able to self-evaluate what what you're attracting in your life, um, your behaviours, your emotions. Yeah, I just want to share a quick story as well. When last year I was out of alignment, I was going through a bit of a heartbreak at the time and I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating right and I wasn't practicing self-care and spending as much time in nature as I would usually spend. And a situation went down or something happened. And at the time, I wasn't in alignment, so I didn't have time to process that event. And it wasn't until about a week later when I was getting back into alignment and I did a 20-minute Vedic meditation. And in the Vedic meditation, that experience came to me. And I realized that it went against everything that I believe in. It went against my values. And I didn't recognize that at the time because I wasn't in alignment. I wasn't thinking clearly. And once I came back into alignment, it reminded me of the importance of, you know, checking in with myself regularly because when things happen, you know, we have to be able to say like, I'm good with that or I'm not good with that. And if we can't set those boundaries and if we can't have clarity on our values and and on what's okay with us and what's not, we are then not equipped to make a decision in that moment to A, stand up for ourselves or B, react a different way. I can resonate with this so, so much. When I am not in a state of alignment, I attract either people, situations or events that usually crossing my boundaries in some shape or form. And because I haven't been like exercising, dancing, doing my hacks, it really affects my ability to be able to read the air, read what's going on in my life, which usually is one of like my highest functionalities of being able to read energy. And when that goes haywire, my life goes haywire and I start attracting those events and situations and people that really debilitate me but they're also some of the biggest lessons I've learned in my life. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'd also say, so being out of alignment makes us, can make us live in our small self, not our higher self. And if you aren't familiar with the term small self to higher self, higher self can also be seen as your highest version. And it can be guided by your internal wisdom, your intuition. It's very authentic to the individual. 
And it's kind of that same sense of harmony that I spoke about earlier. It's being in tune with the universe or with your soul or with your heart. And then the small self is often fear-based, quite reactive and bit immature, would you say? Yeah, probably more rooted in in your ego self, which is interconnected with with fear, I would say. I mean, everyone has ego and there's, I feel, a sense of healthy ego within us all that we can use to catapult us in different situations or ourselves. It's about having awareness of when our small self or our ego is present and not letting it cause us to react or act in a way, but having that awareness and taking that time to really think about how we actually want to act or think. So we have a choice in that moment. If we can have that awareness and understand the small self to the higher self, we can then step into our higher self. So for me, an easy way to do that is by asking direct questions. So I will often ask myself a question like, how can I be a better person today? Am I okay with this? And then I'll answer it. And asking myself direct questions often will help me turn straight to my wisdom mind. So I see the wisdom mind as, you know, that same internal compass. It's when I listen to my heart, I listen to my gut instinct, and then I give an answer that is authentic to what I believe in. So if you are starting out trying to get back in alignment or wanting to connect more to your higher self, a simple way to do that is by asking questions. So as many times as you want in a day, you can formulate out specific questions for your personal growth journey. So I have like a few ones that are repeat offenders, (laughs) repeat offenders, a few one-liners. And it's often like one of my favorite ones that I'd share with you guys is like, who do I want to be? And I will ask myself that question often. And then the answer to that question dictates my daily actions and thoughts. My actions and thoughts then become my habits. My habits shape who I am. I really uh, resonate with all of that. So what fucks up the alignment vibes? Okay, so I find myself not in a state of alignment when I'm not moving my body when I'm not present with my breath or practicing some form of breath work on a daily basis, when my nutrition or diet has gone a bit cookied, uh, my, when I'm not resting or having enough downtime, uh, my environment and what I'm consuming. So with what I'm consuming, that also falls into social media what I'm, what I'm watching, screen time, hundred percent. So it's not, it's about like not getting too much of a sensory overload because that inhibits my state of flow and it influences my creativity. And my creativity is, is my main drive and energetic force in life. I am a high functioning creative person. So I have to be really conscious of what environment I'm in, who is surrounding me and what stimuli I'm interacting with. Mm -hmm. I, I really agree with that. And for me, it's not checking in with myself and using my self-awareness. 
when I'm not grounding or meditating or spending enough time in nature, that can really, you know, mess up my alignment vibes and saying yes too much. It's so overlooked, but it's just, it's so important to have those boundaries and to be able to say no and be okay with that and to back ourselves in that decision. A hundred percent. I also have learned this throughout my years of also having like a smaller friendship circle where I know the the energy and the the exchange is more of an equal balance rather than having one person or myself over exceeding, over people pleasing. That really energetically burns me out because at the core of what I believe humans are, it's love and compassion. And we all have that drive, but it's so important to understand your own energetic boundaries so you don't go out of alignment because that can happen in a hot minute. Mm. I kid you not. I've learned this lesson time and time again where now I'm just like small circle, you know, beautiful quality friends and also very self-aware of how my energy works and when I need my downtime, when I need my own space. And then I find myself also, I feel like it's really important to to observe yourself if you're introverted or extroverted or in between those two states, because that can affect your alignment as well. Yeah. And environment. Um, so having a circle of friends that can uplift you is really beneficial. And there's always going to be people in our lives that we necessarily don't get along with, or that can trigger us a little bit. If it's in your work environment, or if it's people you you know come across on your commute to work And in those situations, I just recommend disconnecting and energetically disconnecting. I like to also visualize like a little rope between me and the person. And then it's the rope burning, (laughs) slowly burning because we can't take on everyone else's stuff. We have to disconnect in order to help ourselves and we have to be a friend to ourselves and we have to look after ourselves. So It's important to take an inventory of the people around you to see if those relationships are helping you or hindering you. Are you giving too much? Are you taking too much? And try and create the environment around you to be something that does benefit your personal growth or benefit your alignment. And if you can't, finding different ways, tools and tricks or hacks or healthy habits to disconnect and say, it's not my problem. Literally, we were We were talking about this quite a bit, saying just like, it's not your problem. Not my problem. Not my problem. Let's shut the door on that. So, guys, put that one in your little toolbox. And when something comes up next, just be like, not my problem. Also, I feel like it's very, that's related to releasing guilt as well. Mm -hmm. And a daily mindfulness practice is also very potent. And mindfulness can be used in many different ways. A way that I like to use it is by focusing on my senses. So what can I smell? What can I hear? What can I feel? What can, what, what's in my environment? What can I see? So that brings me back to the present moment. And then that is essentially a mindfulness practice. You can be mindful in everything you do by engaging your senses in the experience and being present in the experience rather than you know, cooking dinner and thinking about something that happened yesterday. You're cooking dinner and you are consciously bringing yourself back to that moment, thinking about what you're making, what you're going to put in the pot, what it looks like. And 
a daily mindfulness practice has actually been shown to rewire the brain. And it produces changes in parts of the brain associated with memory, sense of self, empathy, and stress. It's so wild, like, that 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 data is incredible. And I feel so many people overlook mindfulness. And it really sometimes is such, like, 10 minutes of breath work, 10 minutes of listening to angelic or some lo-fi beats that just put you into that calm, calmative state. I just feel like it's it's it can be that simple, yeah. but it's just like integrating it into your daily routine and making that uh, making that a priority. These are the these are these little hacks that actually build up and layer you to reach that that optimal self, that higher self. But it's a continuous. It has to be part of your routine. Yeah. You can't just do it for two days and then want to be operating in your highest version it is a continuous commitment and it's it's these tools that are going to create longevity in your life and you only have one life you've got to make it a good one got to make it a good one you've got to be a friend to yourself and make it easier for yourself and the key as well to you know having practices that help you stay in alignment is making them fun and enjoyable. I have like a plethora of healthy habits and you can check out my book if you want to try some of my healthy habits, but I love them. I look forward to doing them, like whether it's dance, whether it's exercise, running, you know, having a bath, a sauna, jumping in the ice bath. I have different healthy habits that I enjoy and I use them when I want to use them. And then they're integrated with my why. So I always say that my why is what drives me to practice my healthy habits. And if you don't know why you're doing something, then you're probably not going to show up to do it. So thinking about why you why it's important, which is the things we touched on before. So it's important to do these daily healthy habits or daily hacks in order to care for yourself better, to make better decisions in life, to be more connected to your heart, which in the long run will help make life easier. Yep, 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 me loves. It's also good to remind yourself to keep it simple, stupid. Like just integrate one or two hacks or self-care rituals to start with. It doesn't have to be an overload of you integrating like 20 things in one week. That's not going to be obtainable for long-term. Even 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes of skipping 10 minutes of dance. 10 minutes of skipping. Talk dirty to me. (laughs) Dancing. Skipping or kicking the soccer ball or dancing. Just improve my mood instantly. We had a little dance party just before. And help me to work so much more efficiently. So 10 minutes in the mornings, jump around for a little bit. It can really help to shake shit out that you don't need to hold anymore and to bring yourself back into alignment. Definitely. And a good one with skipping as well. You can do it your home. You don't need heaps of space for it. Jump rope for heart. It's so good for your cardio. It's That's just something you can travel with as well. So I highly recommend skipping. It's one of my kryptonites. Also intuition, which we spoke about earlier. I just want to dive into that a little bit deeper. So intuition is essentially an individual's internal wisdom, and it can be described as the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. So it's like a gut-like instinct or a sense of feeling, an innate knowing beyond the analytical or logical mind. 
Yes. So intuition is a muscle. Well, I foresee it as an actual muscle and I've been working with my intuition and building it for years to the point where I am now in a state where I allow my intuition guide me. However, if I'm unaligned, I am not able to hear those gut messages and those signals and that's when shit can hit the fan. So it's this is also why alignment's so important because we all do have intuition and I think that's also very like underlooked as being a human. It's that navigator and it can help govern you to guide guide and glide through your life. Yeah, and another thing that I would like to add to that is if you aren't sure how to really connect to your intuition, a great way to start is to recognize that first thought or that first instinct that comes to your mind. So if someone asks you to do something, you you hear the voice inside your head is like, no, I don't want to do that. And then your logical mind comes back in and tries to talk yourself back into the situation. If you can have awareness in that moment, it's often that first instinct or reaction can be your intuition. And I wouldn't be sitting here or your friend right now if I didn't listen to my intuition <laughs> to to meet you. And look where we are now. Yeah, look where we are now. Cut to here we are. <laughs> so how can we stay in alignment? So consistency is the key to success. Keep it simple. Keep it stupid, simple. What is that little phrase? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, evaluate your world. Try and alter your environment to enhance your health. Eat right. Move right. Get efficient rest and just care for yourself with self-care practices. Just don't burn too hot. Make sure you just take time to rest and rejuvenate. Definitely. And just uh, also like have a bit more emphasis or awareness around your energy and the boundaries you need to put in place to stay in that flow state and alignment. It's all about your intention. And another tool you can use is to set intentions for your tasks or for your day. You can wake up in the morning and set an intention to get in alignment or to care for yourself, to have more compassion to practice gratitude. So, you know, today might be the day that you start and you start with an intention to care for yourself more and then let that cause a butterfly effect or a ripple into your day, into your week, into your month, into your life. Okay, so say that we're in alignment or we're out of alignment, but we're practicing healthy habits and like shit's going pretty good and then we get triggered. How do we respond when we are triggered? For me, when I'm triggered, I usually give myself the personable space to really feel the emotions and energy of being triggered. And then I usually dive into uh, introspection and reflection. So asking myself again, the why, why am I being triggered? How is it making me feel? And then I transmute it through what have I learned from this and how can I build or become something better or greater or how is this a lesson? So that's a growth mindset. So that's looking at things that happen as a way to grow, learn or evolve. Definitely. And 
I feel like also for me, once I've come to those realizations, it's about physically moving my body. I'm a very physical person. I grew up basically as an athlete. So for me, it's like topping it off with like movement, movement to transmute it out of my actual physicality. Cause I can hold and suppress so much in this body of mine, then it can yeah, manifest into all sorts of things. So essentially feeling all the feels is very important when we are triggered. And an exercise that I like to use is to recognize what comes up to let myself feel the emotion. So don't shove it under the rug. Don't bottle it up. If I'm feeling angry, give myself that time and that surrender to that feeling to let myself really, you know, marinate in what's going on. And then once that's had its its time, it can then move through and pass. I like to say you are the ocean, not the waves. So the waves are our emotions. The waves are things that come up, but they will pass. And the quicker that we can let the wave and the ripple come, the quicker it can go and dissolve. So I'll let the feels come up. I'll label it. I'll think about the experience and then I will highlight my growth or the lesson that I've learned from the experience and choose a word to move forward with. So if someone cuts me off in traffic, I feel annoyed. I let that feeling come up. That was really annoying. That person really pissed me off. Okay. I felt that I've honored that feeling. Now, how do I want to respond? Okay. Well, being angry for the rest of the day isn't going to make my day any better. So I'm going to take some deep breaths. I'm going to let this feeling flow out of my body and I'm going to choose a different reaction. My reaction might be to then move about my day with being more conscious, being aware of other people in my environment and how I can act or think or behave that can help their day, not limit it. Also, I would like to emphasize that everyone's feelings and emotions are valid. It's really important to surrender to what you're feeling and not have guilt or judgment on yourself. Not compare yourself. Not compare yourself. And also I feel like crying is one of the most amazing energetic releases. And I feel like there's quite a bit of stigma around crying. I cry in public. I cry in my car. I love a good cry. Vulnerability is so overlooked as well. Vulnerability is hot and also breakdowns. So when you have a breakdown, it's a breakthrough. And that's one of my, I guess, philosophies when I'm having a breakdown or I feel emotions of like that are coming up this week. I've had many at nighttime of this strange energy of being like, I feel overwhelmed in, in a, in, in just a new space within myself. And I, and I know innately within me that I am growing, but it's like this sadness and I want to cry and I haven't cried yet, but it's building up. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) You've just got to be a friend to yourself through all of that. Be a friend to yourself through everything that you go through. Yeah, you've got to serve yourself before you serve others. So it's also a cool thing to write down these little prompts of like breakdown equals breakthrough. Have that on your wall. Feel all your feels. You are the ocean, not the waves. Like Create some little slogans that you can put on your wall or put in your iPhone, set them as a reminder, put some post-it notes somewhere, 
It might be as simple as practice self-care. It might be a reminder like that or take three deep breaths. So it's keeping it simple and helping yourself by creating systems and making this shit efficient. So we hope you enjoyed the show on staying in alignment. If you have any questions or you want to hit us up on social media, please do at the Magic Drop Podcast or on my social media, Isabel Cornish. Thank you all for tuning in and we will see you next time on the Magic Drop. Drop, 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 drop. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you so much for being a part of this journey. If this podcast resonates with you, I would love your support. So please share, subscribe, or leave a five-star review. Don't forget, you can find all the detail and links for this episode in the show notes. You can connect with me via Instagram at Isabel Cornish or via my website, isabelcornish.life. For more uplifting content, I highly recommend checking out my book, The Why, Healthy Habits for an Epic Life. Thanks for listening. And remember, stay magic.